Yevomis Samechvov Mudbeis. The Gemara quotes the following: Omar Rava, Omar of Nachmarava said that Rav Nachman said that the halacha follows like Rabbi Yehuda is in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that when the, the woman or the wife wants to get back her utensil, she can get it and the husband cannot give money instead. Omar the Rava, Rav Nachmarava, Esr Rav Nachman, Vatanya quotes the Rabbi. One second, there's a brayer that we brought that follows the opinion of Rabbi. It's in accordance to his view. So how can you argue? Now, even though the Gemara before quoted also a Brisa that validated of Yehuda's opinion, still many Rishonim asked and many Rishonim say that this Brisa, the, the tradition was that this Brisa is a more reliable Brisa. And therefore the Brisa of Rabami is more reliable and that's, uh, that's a good proof for Rabami. Or perhaps because the two Brightot which are arguing with each other is a Sophic and you can't force the husband to do anything because the Moisim Chavil Avaraya. Visit me. There is a price like Rabami, and you have to follow it. And so, Rav Nachman, Afal Gav, Datanek, Vosir Rabami, even though there is a price that is following the opinion of Rabami, Mistam Ratavarimudarbiuda is more reasonable. He makes more sense. Because Shvachim Savia, because it's the prestige of our family, and therefore we pass him like Rav Yehuda against the price. The question is, how can Rav Nachman and Nemoira pass against the price? The truth is this. The Chorim already quote is not the only unique place here. There is a place in Brochus, Chavgibalud Beis. The Gemara says, Afagav de Tanya Tiyuvta de Shmuel, even though there is a Brisa which is a Tiyuvta to Shmuel, Al Dechasekevose will pass like Shmuel. And the reason must be because Shmuel makes sense, and therefore the Moroim said, Shmuel makes sense, we follow like him. The same thing is in Suvis Nundal Davud Beis. Even though there is a Masnis in Kvose de Shmuel, the Gemara says, El Chasa Kvose de Rav, we pass like Rav because it makes more sense. And the question is, if it makes more sense, but still, how can Anumora argue with Atana? This question was asked by Rabbi Hanan and is quoted in Kovet Shurim in Yerubasadav Kufain on a similar Gemara that the Gemara Paskins like Rav against the Mishnah, even though that sugya, if you make a cheshbun, holds that Rav doesn't have a din of Atana, the Gabi Psak. So how can he pass like Rav against the Mishnah? Says Rabbi Chon, shalti mi verabi hagrach. Meaning Rabbi Chon asked Rabbi Chaim this question. And Rabbi Chaim says an amazing idea. He says, He says, technically, Anemora could argue with Atana. In other words, there is nothing wrong in authority that the Morishroy with Atana, which basically is the cash of the Kesemishne. Kesemishne, in Perik base of Ilkhas Mamli, Malach Aleph, asks on the Rambam, the Rambam Paskans, that even you'd give me the Shatur and by him, if there is a Bezdin that Darshans, you'd give me this. And there is a later Bezdin, who is not as great Bechokhmo Beminyan is smaller or is lesser of a, a quality in Chokhmo Beminyan. A later Bezdin can argue with the previous Bezdin and actually revoke the Psak. That's what the Prophet says. You go to the judge of that time. You go to the judge of your time. And that judge of your time has the ability to revoke and argue with previous Batidini, even though he is smaller. So he asks the Kasabishna, so why can't a Tana when a Moira argue with Atana. And it should be very reasonable that a Moira should be able to argue with Atana. Meaning, why not? Meaning, even if he's smaller, he could argue. 
So says Reb Chaim, indeed, don't guess the Mishnah. Yes, he doesn't quote the guess the Mishnah, but that's what he means. He says, And the more can argue that. There's nothing wrong with it. So that, if that's the case, why do you ask on the Moroyim from Bryces? He could say, argue. He says, because usually that doesn't happen. And usually there is a presumption, if there is a Bryce, that a Moira would have changed his mind. You know, there is a difference that if there is a price, you have an assumption or presumption that the moral the whole. That's why you ask, because you assume that you do not argue with that. Of all, be more in a place that he thinks that it makes sense, like our Gemara, like the Gemara in Basra, Broches and Suvis, where he thinks that it makes more sense against Tatana. You could follow that aloha. Now, there's a Rambanu says that perhaps a Bryce and a Mishnah, which is not like the Sugis here, that the Bryce and the Mishnah and the Mora doesn't have the authority because the Bryce and the Mishnah have a special authority greater than the Tana. And a member of a Tana could be argued by the Mora. But from the Sugiot here, we see that the Moroi argued with Bryce's and Mishnahis, and Rebbe says yes, because technically they have the authority, only there's a presumption that they don't do that. There is something else interesting in our daf, a few lines later. We saw the story, the Gmar brings the incident, Haitza, the Ayla Ligavra, Itzla, the Milsa, Bixubasa, the case that the woman brought to her marriage, a robe and Itzla of fine wool, or perhaps uh, silk, that was guaranteed property by her marriage contract, and what happened, Shochev, the husband died, Shaklu, and the orphans took the rope in spread of the corpse, the question is, does it become also bad or not? Omarova, Konimisna, the mace had acquired. Omalinanai, Breda Rav Yosef, Breda Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Yosef, the son of Rav, I mean, the grandson of Rava, asks Rav Kahana a question. This Nanai, is the name that's quoted in our Gersa and most of the other manuscripts. Just as a manuscript on the reef, and one of the Shabavli manuscripts has a name Ravnai. And the reason why, because Nanai is not mentioned anywhere else in Shas. The grandson of Rava is mentioned once, Yevomis Samechvavu base. Now you say, okay, who cares? So he's mentioned one time only, so he didn't have much to say, but the fact that he's mentioned one time only is indeed something actually very important and very, very significant. And the reason is because we know the story that happened in the beginning of the 20th century, that some, a guy, a person called Rabbi Shlomo Yehuda Al-Ghazi Friedlander came up with a manuscript on the Yerushalmi. And that manuscript on the Yerushalmi, he came up and he said, listen, we ended this Yerushalmi on Kochim. Right, he came into a few mesechtas, and there was the Rishonim mentioned a Yerushalmi in Kochim. Doesn't mean it could be that's not the, the, the Talmud Yerushalmi. It could be a Medrash because Midrashim are called Midrashim Yerushalmi. But some people thought and speculated there was a Yerushalmi Kochim. So he comes up with a manuscript, not a manuscript, but he came out with a. Yerushalmi Kochim that he printed based on the manuscript that he had and he actually wrote a Pirush. And that manuscript in Kochim, a lot of people got taken by it because that manuscript in Kochim answers so many questions of Rishonim. Whenever the Rishonim asked a question, where is the source for Allah, where is also the Rambam, that Yerushalmi Kochim who quote the source. So it was consistent with so many questions out there and people were expecting it that a lot of people fell for it. 
they brought to the Rogachove to check. Rogachove looked at it and said, okay, this is a forgery. They said, how do you know? He says, you know why? Because every Mesechta has a secret code. They put a secret key in every Mesechta to validate and to guarantee its integrity. What is it? There is always one person that's mentioned uniquely in every Mesechta that's not mentioned anywhere else. That's how they wanted to keep the integrity to make sure that they know that this is valid. And they were in the beginning, everybody says, well, how do you know that? How do you know that there is one unique person? But Rogachev says, it's unique in every Mesechta. And indeed, one time we had a few guys, we did and reviewed all Shas, and we had one problem in Nila. We went to Rebbe Kanievsky to ask Rebbe Kanievsky because it wasn't showing him if that was a name or it wasn't a name, was perhaps a, a part of a question or something else. And we asked Rebbe Kanievsky, Rebbe Kanievsky says it makes it sense like Rashi, that's a name because this will be the unique name in Nila. So perhaps all Shas is a unique name. Now in Yevomus, we found the secret key. His name is Nanai. Nanai is not mentioned anywhere else in Shas. So even though he's mentioned only once and he's the grandson of Rava, makes him very special because he is the key that validates the integrity that our Mesechta is a valid Mesechta because he has somebody unique. In this case, Nanai, the grandson of Rava.